Texas Toast is brought to you by Zilker Belts. Combining the craftsmanship and world-class leather from Argentina with the creativity and personality of Austin, Texas, Zilker Belts provides a one-of-a-kind addition to your wardrobe, styled for any occasion, at home, at a music festival, on a hike, at the office, or on the golf course. Zilker Belts is also a company that focuses support on great nonprofit organizations in the Austin area. Born in Argentina, raised in Austin, visit ZilkerBelts.com. Go ahead, put it on real tight. I hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. Here around the shoots, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. Welcome, I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Welcome to the Texas Toast. We have a super duper special guest and we're going to get some girl talk in today. Hello, Ms. Brie Bagwell. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. I am just having such a good week already. I don't, I still don't know what day it is. I think I, I, I haven't gotten used to like the quarantine calendar. Like I have shows now. So all I know is I have a show in three days. That might be Tuesday. That might be Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. I know that that trying to keep up with what day I go through that all the time. Luckily I have a couple of specific days, like for instance, yoga, Tuesday, Thursday. So that kind of keeps me balanced. So let's go ahead and get started. You were talking about coming off this phenomenal week and you are such a trailblazer. Your music is so bouncy. It's so spot on. I remember when Boots came out. Every time that I find trouble, every time that it finds me, when I hang my head, I see that pair of boots there on my feet. I was a morning show host, so that song got me going in the morning. But let's talk about eight-time female vocalist of the year for the Texas Regional Radio Music Awards. Oh, yeah. I, um, who does that? Who does that? I told him, I said like my first one, you know, eight years ago, Cody Johnson and Randy Rogers handed it to me and I cried and, and now I just feel old when I get it. Uh, but it was, it's still such an honor. I mean, like, especially after the past year, getting those like little wins kind of just keeps you going and, and just gives you that, okay, that I'm about to go make another record and, and it's, it all feels so daunting. So to kind of just get, come home with a trophy and and get to see all my friends, I don't know. It's it's just a, a little boost for me, you know? Yeah. And there's so much camaraderie in the Texas music scene. It's like family. Totally. And I hate like even having to compete against other females or whatever, because it's like everyone, every female that I know that's on the road deserves it. And, and so, you know, I've handed that award off a couple of years, you know, I gave it to Sarah Hobbs once and like Kylie Fry got it once. It's like everybody deserves it. But we, unfortunately, that's not how awards shows work. <laughs> <laughs> and then they added something extra to it this year, the Decade Award. Yeah, I am just still embarrassed about that because I, I didn't know about that. That was a surprise. And so when I saw the program, I thought it was like me against Aaron Watson, against Randy Rogers, against Cody Johnson. So I was backstage kind of packing up my stuff, um, packing up my guitar. Cause I thought there's no way I was going to win. And I didn't know that each one of us got our own decade award. And so they like called my name and I was nowhere to be found. And the band was like playing my song. And I was like, 
gosh, that sounds like my song kind of. And my boyfriend's like, yeah. And then, and then, you know, then it was embarrassing. So by the time I got out there, I was like a frazzled mess. I don't even know what I said, but um, it, was, it, was, it was such an honor. It was very cool. And, and Jay Novacek from the Cowboy, Dallas Cowboys, he, he presented my awards. So that was awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you, you've, you've come a long way. I mean, I, I love the story. I, I mean, you were obviously born to do music, but I love the fact that you started actually playing in bars when you were 14. Yeah. My mom is kind of like, I'm not really sure that was the best move as a mother, you know, but I, I have two older brothers. They're seven years older than me and they both sing and play. One plays guitar, one plays drums. And, um, so we started a band when they were in college. And so I was playing in the bars and hooked on that honky tonk lifestyle, um, from an early age. And I'm, I'm, I'm just really glad that my family, like let me do that and that it was encouraged and we had a band and we all sang together because, um, you know, I, I'm kind of sometimes even still stage stage fright ish a little bit. So I think starting that young, it really kind of got me hooked on performing, got some, Mm -hmm. you know, years under my belt. Do you think that gave you a lot of material for your songwriting? Yeah, I think, well, I think too, you know, there were so many bad songs early on that I hope nobody ever hears. And so, but I got to start performing those songs live. And I think, you know, you kind of see how the crowd reacts. Um, you, you see what goes over well, and then, and then you get like this rush of performing your own song. So I think it just, if anything, it just started me writing songs at such an early age. So, so then I just got better at it. Thank goodness. Cause they weren't very good. <laughs> And so then you're off to college at UT studying marketing, and that's when you get the guitar and start playing. And I love the story about the first gig that you got that was regular there at the pub. Yeah, Mother Egan's Pub. Um, Actually, Curtis Grimes was playing there, and I went to see um, him play, and he got me up to play a song. And then the bar owner right there gave me my first gig, which was awesome. Um, But I only knew like a few songs on guitar because I played piano. So I had to kind of like do the crash course in guitar. And I remember my fingers hurting so bad that first show because I, I wasn't really a guitar player, um, but it's a much more portable instrument. So I like forced myself to learn it. And, and you know, now I, I play, I've been playing both piano and, and guitar on stage. I wouldn't say I'm a great, you know, I'm not like, I can't do all crazy stuff on guitar, but I think, I think it's important as a, as a female to like play your own instruments. And, um, so even though I didn't really want to learn, I did, I did. Mm-hmm. What was it like the first time you played green hall? Oh my gosh. My first, Man, that's, that's a heart. That's like so close to the green, you know, it's just, it's green. Yes. And, um, if you want to die some more, I just bought property, uh, five minutes away from green hall. So I live, oh, that's beautiful. like, I know I'm so excited. Um, so I can go there like on a Tuesday and have a beer at, you know, 2 PM if I want to. Um, it was incredible. I, I went to green hall. My brothers came to Texas. We took a road trip from Austin to green, uh, when I was 18 and we went and saw Eli young band there. And so, oh, yeah, mm. to play there and to be on that stage. I mean, I just, I wish I could have told like 18 year old Brie that she would be on that stage. Ah, that's amazing. And you've made so many appearances at steamboat also. Yeah, this was going to be my 10th year at steamboat, um, this year and it got canceled. So I was pretty upset because I think you get like a belt buckle or something. I don't know what you get, but it was just like, <laughs> I really wanted it, whatever it was. And so the next year we're going to have to just make it bigger and better and ugh, more fun. 
And you've had so many multiple number one hits on the Texas music chart. Oh boy. I think seven. Yeah, that's crazy. That's um, I'm just thankful for radio because in the early days I was able to like get in the car and go visit each radio station, you know, and like, I think I did like 60 radio stations that first time. And then, um, so now we're so busy. We're usually playing, you know, so many shows. I don't really have as much time to go visit each station. I try still when I'm close, um, but they play the music anyway. So I'm so thankful. I'm oh like, yes. I'm like, thank you so much because I just, you know, <laughs> we just got so busy. Well, speaking of quarantine and the music, um, let's talk about your music video to As Soon As You. Oh my gosh. As soon as you try to lock me up, I'm sneaking out. As soon as you bring up a ring, I'm nowhere to be found. And halfway out of town. So don't try to tame a Mustang. Don't try to catch the wind. Just learn to love that something for the something that she is. I'll find that place in my own place. If you wait patiently, eventually I'll want to say I do. Oh my gosh, you were like a mermaid when you went in the water. Tell me about, you got to describe, okay, so to set it up for the the, the mm-hmm. listeners. So Bree's doing this video, wedding dress, and you go in the pool, underwater. Yeah, my the director of the video, AJ Vallejo, he like never tells me no when I'm like, hey, um, you know, I want to go underwater in a wedding dress. He's like, great, let's do it. And I wish he would be like, no, that's a stupid idea. Um, but that video, I had this idea of, you know, being underwater in a wedding dress, but all the stores were closed because it was brand new quarantine. This was like May maybe. And so I had to order that wedding dress from Amazon. And my dad tells everybody, cause it's like a $99 dress. And he was like, now that's the kind of wedding I could get behind right there. And (laughs) yeah, I'm like, dad. Um, So we shot that video during quarantine with one cameraman. Uh, No stores were open. I had some friends come be in the video, but we couldn't go anywhere. We were in someone's backyard. And I think we, I mean, the budget was just like so incredibly low. And so for it to be like nominated for a music video of the year, and then CMT actually picked it up and played it for nine weeks between like, Blake Shelton and Dirk Bentley. And I was like, what is happening here? This is so crazy. I just like woke up one day and it was on CMT. It was a dream come true. But the video is awesome. And the whole concept of the song, and I love the the behind the sink thing. But when you went in the water, I was like, (laughs) wow, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Yeah, I don't want people to think I'm like bashing marriage. That was kind of something a radio interviewer said to me. And I was was like, oh my gosh, I, I think it's the opposite of that. Um, and in fact, that there's a, the last scene of the video, it, you know, it obviously looks like I ended up going and getting married. Um, so we went back and shot that after the video had already been wrapped because I was like so afraid that people were going to think that. Um, and that's not the point. The point is obviously just waiting for the right person and um, that yes. supports your dreams. Yes, because when you do find that right person, some girls like us can be tamed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's that right. independence. I was that whole breaking down that wall of independence. Texas Toast is proudly supported by TSE Entertainment, booking entertainment since 1975. 
And you've put out so much music. Your first album, Band from Santa Fe, came out. And um, I like the term band, how you use band with your band. B-A-N-N-E-D, everybody, just in case you're trying to follow along with us. I want to talk to you about a particular song. It's called My Fisherman. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Our first day was down in Matagorda Bay. My whole heart that day We spent the summer Hooked on each other But then a few years went by Now he never takes me And oh how it breaks me Cause I know exactly why I like the beer and the boat And the water Okay, wait, you can't see because it's kind of cloudy and the blinds are closed, but right behind me is East Matagorda Bay. No way. I am a Matagorda girl. I fish all the time. And I was, you know, because I've, I've kept up with your music and I was just going through the other day and I was listening and I was like, oh my gosh, another song about Matagorda. How did that song come about? I have to know. <laughs> yeah, that was like, it was kind of a, because it was it's not a true story, I don't think. But one time, uh, my boyfriend at the time, he went fishing and he didn't bring any fish home. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me, uh, where are the fish? He's like, we didn't catch any. I'm like, oh, so, okay. So what were you really doing? And I was like, I should probably write that song. And so, um, yeah, I've been down down in Matagorda. It's awesome. So I just had to put it in there. And actually, my friend Shane, I texted him all the lyrics to that song. And I was like, did I get all my fishing terms right? And my, just to make sure. I didn't mess up. Lyrically, it was it was pretty awesome. But to be honest with you, if if around here, if any of us girls got left at the boat ramp or they didn't show up, we would just go hook up the boat ourselves, launch it and go fish and run the boat ourselves. <laughs> That's the best. I love it. Like I love when we we go to these fishing tournaments and there's like the all women uh, fishing teams. And I've That's gotten to, me. yeah, I've gotten to like hop on their boats and it's like, Oh, you're going with a bunch of girls. Oh no. It's like more intense because they're like, they're on top of it. They're going, they're beating everybody. They're always winning. I'm like this. It's the best. I love it. Yes. We have a, we have a really famous tournament here called um, the mermaid tournament and it's offshore. And our, you know, and the thing is, it's such a bonding experience for Mm -hmm. us. It's almost like a girl's night out weekend out, but we get on the boat and some of the conversation on the back of the boat's priceless that I have with my girls that we fish (sighs) offshore. You know, we'll be gone all day, come back in and we work hard and we do everything ourselves. So I just thank you. I just thought that was. No, I think that's amazing. Like that's that's awesome. And there's really nothing better than just being on a boat, except being on a boat with a bunch of your best friends. (laughs) Oh, yes. Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and competing. That helps also. Mm -hmm. And winning that money. Oh, yeah. That that's always nice. Mm -hmm. So you've got to you're looking at releasing a new single. You're going to have a new single coming out. Heroes. Yes. I wrote this song um, about falling in love with someone that likes the same music that you do. And um, so it's like the closest thing I've 
I can get to a love song. So like, you know, my music, I don't really do a lot of love songs. Um, so yeah, it kind of, it talks about, you know, all of my influences growing up and, um, yeah. So I, I think I'm, go- I was supposed to go in the studio like a couple of weeks ago and finish it. And we got this hammered with shows once everything opened up. And so we've had to push and push and push. So going in to finish it March 31st and then, yeah, the mixing, mastering, you know, the whole deal. And so it'll be, uh-huh. I say April, but let's be honest, it's never on time. So probably, probably May. Right, right. Yeah. And so tour dates are opening back up. You've got some shows coming up. You've been doing some shows yes. and you've got a big show in Key West also. Yeah, we go to Key West every year in February. So this that was like one of the biggest, like no Steamboat and no Key West this year. I was just like, uh, I was I'm really upset. I, I did pretty fine all through, all through quarantine, all through shutdown, but January and February, like really got me. And then January, uh, was it February or March? I can't even remember now, but when everything finally got back opened up, I had just three amazing shows in a row. And then they all got canceled because of the ice storm, the big snowstorm that hit. Oh yes. And I, I was, I was like, what, what is happening here? That was, that was the worst for me. Um, so I'm so glad we finally got back on the road like the last couple of weeks and I'm just so thankful. Um, but yeah, Key West will be fun. Um, it's a blast. There's like 50 bands that go and it's, it's crazy. So I go do that at the end of April. Mm-hmm. I saw you have a show coming up soon at Dosi Do's too. Also, ooh, Dosi Do is um, next week, and I just found out my buddy Scotty Alexander. I saw him at the awards. He's going to be opening, and if you haven't seen him, oh my gosh, he's amazing! And it's one of my favorite venues um, in Texas. So, um, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those heritage venues. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, also, I'm going shopping on a website. It's <laughs> called theglamwagon.com. Kyle sent me the link over because I know I know you've always been known for your fashion and but it's like oh I'm in trouble (laughs) you have so many cute things thank you I my friend Cindy she has this boutique called the glam wagon and I've gotten pretty spoiled over the years like I have a bunch of friends with boutiques so they'll send me clothes and then I'll tag them and um, it helps me a lot because you know I'm not spending money on clothes and then it helps them so she was sending me a bunch of clothes and she said you know what why don't we just like go into business together. This is during shutdown. I was like, well, I'm not doing anything else anyway. So I'm, I'm ready. So we launched an entire Brie Bagwell collection and it was amazing. It was like, uh, the response was killer. I just wasn't expecting it. And I basically just went and picked out everything that I would wear. So it's a really small collection of clothes. She has a ton of other things, but my actual collection is really small. Um, so everything Serape, everything that looks like New Mexico, where I'm from. Um, and, and it's, we're getting new things all the time. I just got brand new, um, silk, like rattlesnake print shorts in today that I'm supposed to take a picture of, you know, so new things coming all the time. It's called the glam wagon and, uh, it sells out fast whenever we release anything new. So gotta be quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you like to do outside of music, like hobbies or special interests? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I love to hike. I know that sounds oh, cool. like we, my boyfriend and I, we, we took advantage of quarantine. We've been, um, Colorado. We just went to Arizona, New Mexico. Um, we like to find mountains and then come back down straight to the breweries, you know, uh, Perfect. that's what we love to do. <laughs> um, I do like fish. I don't really get to a, a whole lot, but, um, uh, love to hike. I love to read. I'm a big reader. 
<sighs> cook? Oh my gosh, we cook a lot now. We got pretty good at it during quarantine. Wow. Yeah. So, and and then of course, most of my free time is spent holding my dog. That's what I like to do most. What kind of dog do you have? I have a Chihuahua mix, a Chihuahua terrier. I think Chihuahua rat terrier mix. I found her in the middle of the road two years ago and she's just like the oh. light. I know. She usually comes in here. Whiskey. Oh, whiskey. Yeah, she's the best. If, if she doesn't come in here, I'll go get her before this is over because you have to see her. She's like, she goes on the stage. She sleeps on this. I just put her bed up there sometimes for acoustic shows and she just sleeps on the bed the whole time. And, and everyone brings, like people used to bring me gifts at the shows, like little, you know, whatever trinkets. It's only my dog now. The only, she gets <laughs> bones, clothes. She has cowboy hats. She has boots. She, I'm like, she's spoiled. Oh my gosh. That is too cute. Yeah. She's the best. She's so cute. Speaking of your boyfriend, who is your boyfriend? Uh, Paul Eason. Okay. Tell him he probably won't remember me, but one more dance and keeping it between the lines is still one of my all time Texas favorite songs. Those two, when he was out single solo artist and he did his radio tour, he came by Wow. and, um, keeping it between the lines. Tell that is Texas right there. And when, uh, that's two of my all time favorite songs. So tell him Miss Helen said, hello. I'm sure he won't remember me. Cause it, you know, as you know, that was many, many moons ago, uh, but he was always the best. I so wish he was here. He awesome. just, he left, but he should be back. And I could, I'll let him know. He, he'll appreciate that. And um, he has his new band called the wilder blue with Zane Williams and they're doing really good now. And um, yeah, so he got to go to the awards the other night and, uh, he played with me on stage and it was, it was, it was fun. It was really fun. Y'all are so cute. That's just <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Well, I, I think it's just proof that, you know, I never thought I would find somebody that would want to be with me for as long as he has. And, and he lets me, <laughs> he lets me be me. It's, it's amazing. So love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, well, we're going to be waiting for the new single Heroes to come out, and uh, we'll be keeping up with that. And so before we go, I have one question to ask you. Yeah. If you were a cocktail, what would you be? Oh, my gosh. Well, of course, I'd be some sort of whiskey. <laughs> oh, we've been or oh, man, I would say Paul Eason, he makes a lot of cocktails and he's very good at it. Um, if I wasn't whiskey though, because I was like, it's the first thing that popped into my mom, my mind, which is what you should always say when you're doing radio, I think, but, um, or podcast, uh, they have a drink named after me at Willie's joint in Buda, but they have it after, named after all the Texas country artists. And, um, mine is a shot of whiskey and a love street beer. So it's like, I think that's hilarious because it's like, I love it. I think that's actually me. It's like a shot of Rebecca Creek whiskey and then a craft love street beer. And I'm like, that's kind of me. I think that's me. I love love street, especially in the summer. That's like my summer craft beer. Yeah. That's so, I'm so glad to hear that. We just started working with them again, or we continue to work with them after quarantine. I didn't know if we were, you know, going to get to continue sponsorships or partnerships or whatever. And they said they still want to work with me with Love Street. And I was like, that my day, my week, my year is made. I'm obsessed with it. And they're great people at Carbach. So, yes, they are. Mm -hmm. Well, Brie, it has been an absolute pleasure visiting with you. I love it. I can't it. wait to see you down the road. And if you get down this way, you got to come to Matagorda. Well, I know. I'm going to jump on that boat with you. I was going to. Yes, you are. Let me get her.
Come here. Oh, she's, oh there's Whiskey. She's very. <gasps> oh, my gosh. She says, yeah. hi. I know she's wearing her shirt today. Uh, she loves clothes. If she's not wearing clothes, she'll be like, mom, can you go put some clothes on me? So. I know. It's almost like she's looking at her ear. Like she's trying to pose. Hey, Whiskey. <laughs> Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you, Whiskey. guys. Um, I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. It's a little early for me. So this is the best I could do with my outfit. But I appreciate y'all. You're adorable. Thank you so much, Bree. We'll see you down Yay. the road. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Well, you can go to hell. Take away these city lights, put me 